0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network,
1: its staff, and management.
0: You're listening to On the Right Road. Get ready to experience extraordinary real-life inspiration and discover valuable tools to help kids find and travel the right road in school and in life. And now, here's your award-winning host, author, singer-songwriter, producer, humanitarian, and founder of Right Road Kids. It's Paula
1: Phillips. Right Road!
2: everybody, and welcome to On the Right Road. I'm your host, Paula Phillips, and as always, I've got something good and positive and wonderful to say and share with you all this evening. Get ready, you guys, for a mountain of joy over the next hour. I am so excited I can hardly breathe here. (laughs) Tonight is the second episode in my two-part Planning for a Successful School Year series, and because of so many special reasons, I've actually retitled it a joy-filled life. And I know you'll know why very quickly. Seriously, you guys, whether you're a teacher, a parent, a grandparent, a business person, whatever Ever you're called to in life, get ready for an hour to come that I know is going to be joy-filled and life-changing. I'm just, I'm so glad that every single one of you are here with me tonight. Yay! Now, first of all, you guys know that I usually start out with a bunch of On the Right Road Teacher listeners shout-outs, and tonight, I'm actually going to forego those, and I know you'll know why when I introduce you to my extraordinary guest this evening. I really, really want to give her Every second possible to share with you all. Now, of course, I do have our awesome giveaways for all of you terrific teachers listening tonight. I just couldn't forego that fun. You know I like to have tons of fun. So I'm going to start with one of those right now. And just so you have this for a reference, we'll get all of the giveaway gifts and The pre-show giveaway gifts, we had a ton of those, too. We'll get them all out in the mail to the recipient teachers the week of August 29th. So you can kind of watch for those early in September. Now, so here's the first giveaway, you guys. It's open to all teachers in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now. First, like I always like to do for for all of you who are especially new to On the Right Road, make sure you include... The code word listening As part of your entry comment For each of our giveaways this evening We're going to pop them up on our Right Road Kids Facebook page So make sure you have that ready And then the simple entry guidelines Will be in the offer post But also this is the code word Because these giveaways are only open To those of you listening to On the Right Road tonight So make sure you actually physically type The code word listening As part of each of your entry comments Okay So here's the first giveaway for tonight I have 10 10 very special Apple desktop post-it dispensers. They're actually shaped like an Apple. And here's the thing. When I saw them, they just really clicked with me. And I started wondering, what is that Apple teacher connection? I've kind of always wondered that. And so I did a little bit of research this week. And I found out that back in the frontier days, and and many of you might know this, but I didn't. And it really uh, affected me. Back in the frontier days, the communities would take care of the teachers in terms of housing, in terms of sustenance and food. And of course, many of the families didn't have tons of money. So what they would do, the kids would bring apples to school for the teachers. And they came to represent this huge amount of appreciation for teachers. And honestly, I think all of you teachers should have a bucket load of apples waiting at your classroom doorstep every day when you come to school, (laughs) but (laughs) Since I can't get one of those to you a bucket full every day, I thought this Apple Post-it dispenser would be something really special for tonight. So I've got 10 of those, and I've got one class gift set of Seat Sacks, up to 36, depending on how many students are in your classroom. So there will be 11 teacher recipients for this giveaway. Ten will each receive one of our Apple Post-it dispensers, and one will receive a class pack of the original Canvas Seat Sacks and those are the cool things that fit right over the back of just about any classroom chair and they provide incredible additional classroom storage. They're so cool. So to enter, just go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. We'll post it right now and it will be open until just after the end of the show till 6.30 p.m. Pacific, 9.30 Eastern tonight and we'll announce the 11 recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow. Make sure to include that code word listening as part of your entry comment, okay? And a huge special thanks to two of our wonderful On the Right Road sponsors, Nair and Seatsack, for donating these very special gifts. And you guys know this is just the first of the wonderful giveaways I'll have tonight, so keep that Facebook page ready. And just a quick note that if you're not listening live tonight, we're live Sunday, August 21st. The giveaways will, of course, be closed for this evening, but don't worry about that because we always have tons of fun for you on our Facebook page and website at Right Road Kids. So now, woohoo, to help us plan for a successful school year and live a joy-filled life throughout the whole year, I have an absolutely extraordinary guest this evening. Her name is Mo Anderson. Mo is known as, I love this, the velvet hammer for her compassionate yet uncompromising approach to business, to teaching, and to life. And here's the deal. As the president and CEO and now co-owner and vice chairman of the board of Keller Williams Realty, her heart, dedication and leadership built Keller Williams into one of the most successful franchises in real estate history. Now, you might be saying, but Paula, what... What does this have to do with teachers and education and helping kids on the right road? And I'm sorry, this introduction is a little bit long, but there's just there's, there's so much here to share, Mo. Got into real estate after 14 years as a wonderfully successful music teacher, and her experience, her expertise, her perspective, her knowledge, it's going to help all of us connect the dots in some very special ways in helping us all work for and build a successful school year. So... It's so cool, you guys. Mo's life has really become full, like come full circle in that she's now back in the, quote, classroom, teaching training events nationwide. Her mission is to help people experience the higher purpose of business in life, caring, sharing, and giving. She's really a teacher among teachers and an inspiration and blessing beyond measure to everyone her life touches. And she's even the author of an amazing book entitled A Joy-Filled Life. Aha! The reason I changed the title of tonight's show. I am over the moon excited to welcome Mo Anderson to On the Right Road.
0: Welcome, Mo! Well, I'm so excited to be with you, Paula. I'm thrilled that you invited me. So hello to everybody out there who happens to be listening in. Oh, this is going to be so exciting. And, and
2: the, the funniest thing is, Mo, I feel like the I'm more prepared for this show than I ever have been for any On the Right Road show. And at the same time, I feel like I needed 17 more weeks to prepare because I have so many questions for you. So if it's okay, <laughs> I'm just going to dive right in, okay? Well, you dive right in. Awesome. And, and again, here's the scoop, everybody. Everything thing that Mo is going to share tonight is relating to kids, teachers, and education and having a successful school year. Again, whether you're a teacher, a parent, a grandparent, how exciting. So to start, Mo, I love that when you were a teacher in the classroom for kids you developed your own teaching strategies that included high expectations for kids no matter what their socio economic situation and something really cool is that the principal i believe at the first school you taught at said that he never believed elementary school kids could perform at the high level you inspired them to so my question is what is your teaching strategy regarding expectations for kids. And I really think this transcends whatever age anyone is.
0: Well, remember, Paula, I haven't taught school since the mid-70s. And trust me, teaching has changed since then. So everybody needs to hear what I have to say and perhaps filter it in terms of I'm not as familiar with the public school system now as I was back in the mid-70s. Uh, and I'd like to begin by saying that I taught children on the other side of the tracks. In other words, they were children who came from struggling, poor homes exactly like my own. So when I entered that school system, part of my teaching strategy was I wasn't going to give them one inch of slack because they were (laughs) poor. I absolutely intended to teach them what it felt like to do things really, really well. Therefore, the high expectations. I wanted them to know... As kids from poverty areas, what it felt like when you succeeded at a high level. Yes. And so the high standards is just the core of any teaching strategy. So let me tell you a story to illustrate my point. Awesome. Each year, the Oklahoma City Symphony Orchestra. Uh, presented a concert for the grade school students in, in the town where I was teaching and all elementary students attended. After that concert was held, another teacher came to me and she said, Mo, I just don't understand it. My kids misbehaved so badly. They didn't listen. They, you know... Had their rubber bands and threw paper wads, and she went on and on about what her kids did during yes. the concert. She says, I look over there and I see all your kids, and they're sitting there like little statues, just listening like crazy. She said, Tell me, how in the world did you make that happen? Well, I happen to know that children behave better when they're in their very finest clothing Ugh. and and even though the fine clothing of my children certainly didn't live up to the standards of the fine clothing of her children, it was still a valid point. Yes, and th- so I, I gave high expectations about who was coming, and I had high standards about how we were going to behave in that concert, how inappropriate it would be to show disrespect, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then I would teach the children the music they were going to hear. We learned to sing phrases from that classical music. Uh, we played some of those phrases on some of our instruments. And so you see, I set them up to listen... Because they were expecting certain phrases in the uh. music. And then their little faces would just shine when that phrase would be heard. Then well, The third thing I did, oh, yes. Paula, I threatened them with their life.
1: Now, I'm sure today <laughs>
0: if I did that, I probably would be fired and put in jail. But <laughs> <laughs> you get my point... So you see, you you can have high standards for anything that you want to achieve, but you have to be very explicit with children in my opinion to let them know what the high standard is that you expect. For one other real quick story, I had this fabulous choir of 4th, 5th, and 6th graders, and my issue with them was discipline and watching the director, and they knew that at any given minute, moment in a performance, if they weren't looking at me, I might hold out a phrase... And not begin the new phrase, and if they weren't looking at me, they would be highly embarrassed (laughs) because they would start singing and nobody else would be. Yes. Well, that happened, you know, two or three times, and I'm telling you, those little children watched me like a hawk. Well, and you know the thing is, is that
2: what you just shared about, you know, teaching the kids from the other side of the tracks. There are so many teachers. I know you can all relate to this out there. It's probably 90% of the teachers that are listening. There are so many in-need neighborhoods in in our country right now that it's unbelievable. So I'm sure that you can all relate to what Mo is sharing and I agree that high expectations, kids want that from us. I don't think, you know, anytime I see, see a teacher say something like oh, you know, my kids, oh, oh so I'm like, no, they want those high expectations. They will live up to them. I, I've worked for ki- with kids for 24 years and every single time, I've seen them step up. When we see the vision for their life, they start to see it too. Oh my gosh, I've got goosebumps Mo. They, so they now
0: y- did a, they did a short film about my life and my husband's life and showed it to a large audience one time, and unbeknownst to me, they had interviewed one of my kids from, you know, oh. 40 years ago, and he said on that film, he said, we were so good that people from all over the state came to see us, the high school kids came to see us, and they were flat, slap-jawed. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, it works. It, high expectations
2: work. Oh, I love this, Mo. So now here's the next question, and I'm well, going to kind I say, of, plop, what, I've got so much I want to just, you know, pick I your brain more about. say one quick
0: thing? When you think about the teachers and mentors that you actually remember and you respect the most, guess what? They were the ones who expected the most from us. Yes. I just had to say that. I,
2: amen. I totally, absolutely. So teachers, be that teacher in those kids' lives with, with the, and parents too, be that parent with those high expectations in a positive, wonderful, loving way, because the kids will step up to that, and that's who's going to be in their heart for the rest of their lives. Right. So Mo, kind of related to all of this, I know that your dad encouraged you to dream. I want to talk about the importance of dreams, and in your book, you share how you truly believe that god has put dreams into the dna of every single person and i absolutely believe that as well how do you feel we can all as parents as grandparents as teachers best nurture kids and students to find and follow their dreams to really live what's in their dna for their life their destiny so to speak most
0: kids come from families where dreaming is not important, it is not discussed, it is not encouraged. And so step number one is the teacher or the parent or the grandparent have to have a dream. And the best little book to read in the whole wide world about that is a book entitled The Dream Giver. It was written by Bruce Wilkinson and we use it in grandkids dinners we I've used it with adults I've used it with children it's fabulous. Awesome. Because I'm going to buy that. Where you, that's where you establish the truth that God does put dreams in a DNA. Now, I know you can't say the word God in a public school. Right. Uh, I don't know if you can say higher power. I don't know what the heck you can do now. <laughs> but anyway, the point is you do have a dream just inbred in you. And you got to find it. You dig deep to find it. And... Then, let me ask this question. For everybody who's listening... First of all, what is your dream? Secondly, what is your children's dreams? Do you know where they dream? Is it in the sandbox? Is it in the treehouse? Where, where do they dream? What's your spouse's dream? Children need to learn that sometimes we have crushed dreams that didn't come true, but there are always dreams when they're inside us that do come true, whether we think they will or not, and just... To quick example of that is in my own life, my dream was to be a music teacher. I'd go to the university, and back in the old days, they closed the practice rooms at that- at 10:30 at night and I worked all day and I couldn't practice. Therefore, I could not major in music and Ugh. there was the crushed dream. Yes. When I graduated and went on my very first uh interview to teach, guess what they wanted me to teach? Music. Music. You know,
2: I tell the you, point is that yes, dream's it, it happens if you're you if you're working your hardest, home. that dream comes to you, right? Pardon? If you're working your hardest and doing your best, even if things aren't working out exactly the way you think at the moment, the dream finds you.
0: That's Don't you exactly think? right, and I dreamed my dream on a pasture lane on a tenant farm. My father was a sharecropper, and my job as a little kid six years old was to go bring in the livestock, and I dreamed and dreamed and dreamed.
2: Well, and I love that you're, I I remember reading in your book and it really touched my heart. My stepdad taught me this as well, to dream. And I think as, as parents and teachers and grandparents, if we can take the time every day, every week to just really be in tune to that in our kids' lives and help them find that dream and help them understand too, like you said, Mo, that even if something doesn't turn out exactly the way they think, for example, what if a child or a young person is 22 years old and they want to be in the NBA and they get cut from being on the team, well, they might be the team doctor that saves somebody's life. They might be the coach that uplifts that NBA team to the championship. So the dream is there. And if we can help them find it, I think that's the best gift that we can give to kids. Oh, my gosh, I've got goosebumps. Okay, so now here's something else, Mo, that I know is of utmost importance to you, and that's being a builder of your culture in your workplace and in your own life. Now, here's the big question, and I know, teachers, you're all going to be so, like, waiting to hear the answer, what she has to share about this. How can teachers be builders of the culture in their classrooms and schools if literally That's not part of their job description. I feel like what's happening so often is that doing so is actually being taken away from teachers by their administration and district. It's like, no, you will do X, Y, and Z. How can they be builders of their culture in their schools when that's not being asked of them? It's almost being squelched in them.
0: Well, I believe that teachers can build a culture in the school, no matter what stupid, crazy things the administrators do. I'm sorry, I'm just. Well, and there are honest. there are,
2: We got to preface that by saying there are so many amazing administrators and districts. Absolutely, well, there
0: there it, really are, but there are some teachers that are in yes. very, very difficult positions. Yes. So, listen to my definition of. Culture. My definition would be it's the predetermined way we agree that we will treat each other. So imagine this, a teacher is in a classroom on day one, and we talk about, you know what, let's decide how we're going to treat each other. And so the kids say, well, I want people to speak to me when I come, or I want people to be nice to me. What I have done in the business world is I've developed a piece called What is Culture? And there are 40 things on that piece, and it all came from our business people, just as it would um, from a teacher asking the kids... And then, of course, you know you may get a jillion things on the marker board, and then you go through and, and prioritize, and that becomes your predetermined way we're going to treat each other, and the culture piece becomes your standard, and so I, I just can't imagine anybody, you know, uh, an administrator not want, wanting you to do that. But it that happens, happen. though.
2: I- it happens, and I think, I think the key thing is that to, to build it in your own classroom, like you said, even if you know when you go into the staff meetings and everything just seems a little off kilter and you're just feeling overwhelmed and like, oh my gosh, start by building that culture in your classroom by with the kids, not dictating what right. it is. Right,
0: and you say, you know, I don't care what they do in other classrooms. So I don't care what they do in other schools. This is how we're going to treat each other in our class. And The minute you walk in that door, our culture begins. We have no control over what happens in somebody else's classroom or perhaps even in a hallway or on a school ground, but isn't it fabulous? We can control what happens in here. Absolutely.
2: I mean, that's how my, my mom was when we grew up. You know, when we would have friends over and if they would do something that was just a little off kilter with what was right, my mom would say, we don't do that in this house. She wouldn't like slam them or make them feel bad or anything like that. It was just, we don't do that in this house. This is how we function. And, and that's you something that... And
0: then walk over to your big old culture piece you have hanging on the wall on your poster board and say, let's take a look at number 12. What is it say who who decided that was important that we should put it on our po- poster board
2: so they actually so the so classrooms should actually and i call it a right road board but it sounds like you're saying something very similar create a culture board for it can be a right road culture board for right. your classroom so that the 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 standards and the culture is defined about the second, how we treat okay. each other I love it. And you know what? And starting from there, I think even if there's other problems going on, from what I've experienced, is that other people... Tend to gravitate towards you. What are you doing? Because, like you said, with that in that uh, symphony example, the other teacher came to you, said, "And what in the world are you doing? That's so working so well." So, even if there's problems within the school, other teachers and even administrators will start looking at you, and saying, "What are you doing? That's so wonderful, you know." And they'll start asking you, "I really believe that. I love that's this." Mode. Exactly right. Well, now, I know that you're a strong woman of faith, and I know that we, we, like you said, and like I mentioned many, many times, I work with public schools all over, and I never cross that faith line. The way the world is, it's not appropriate, and it can cause so many problems. So, but my question is, because I know a lot of our wonderful On the Right Road listeners are are teachers and parents who have a very strong faith, um, how can teachers specifically approach living their faith within public schools nowadays? What is your two cents on that? Because it's hard. Like you said, we can't even say God in schools. What would? You, what's your advice on that front?
0: Well, it's really interesting that you asked that, because I was asked to speak at Tim Keller's church in uh, Manhattan in New York City in May, okay. and it was uh, about 300 MBA students from Yale, Princeton, Harvard, Wharton, Stanford, and um, Berkeley. And that was their question. They said, how do you live out your faith in the business world? So your question is, how do you live out your faith in the uh, educational world? And yes. I really think the answer is primarily the same. Um Number 1 we're we're not called to stuff our faith down somebody's throats. Yes, I agree. We are called to love people. Yes. And when, when we are called to love people, for example, in our own company, we have Buddhists, Hindus, Muslims, Christians. I mean, you name it, we've got it. We are so diverse because we're in 32 countries. And all my foreign people, all, all the people in our country, they show so much respect to us as a leadership team because we love them. Yes. When I do the inspirational breakfast, I have the prayers of the faiths, plural, and that gives me the right to pray in the name of Jesus when I pray at the end of my inspirational breakfast. And uh, I will just never forget when an agent in Canada called me and said, Mo, this value statement that we have in our company is really giving me pause. It's God and family first and the business second. He said, that is really difficult for me. I said, well, darling, why is it difficult for you? And he said, well... Because I don't know what God we're talking about. And I said, well, for me, it's the God of Jesus, the God of Abraham. I don't know what it is for for you. What is your faith? He said, I'm a Hindu. And he said, we have thousands of gods. And I said, well, I tell you what, just stick this one to the end of your list, and now you'll have... Thousands and one, <laughs> and I said I'm going to send you a book, and it's a book full of books. And the one I want you to read first is John. And then I begin to ask him questions about his his faith, and he said to he says to me every time we meet at a convention, he introduces me as my little Christian friend, and I introduced him <laughs> as my little Hindu friend. Now I know you can't do all that in a school. I understand right, right, that, right. but my Point is, when you use few words and your life demonstrates love for those people, they recognize something in you. When you take the high road, when you're really so mad inside, you could just scream and yell. When you you react with caring, sharing, and giving, when you... When you uh, function and and you act as an example of Christ, you try to imitate Christ. None of us are going to be perfect at this. The point is we strive. Then people see something in you that's different. And you have no idea through my business years how many people have said to me, Mo, you are the first Christian that has truly loved me. And I get that all the time from from gays and lesbian people, and it's all about loving people. Yes, that's what Jesus Absolutely. said we're
2: supposed to do. So I th- I think the thing is is to try not to worry about it. Live your life through. Through the love. You and the, the rest best will
0: take. You can, yes. You see, that's getting harder and harder in our American culture. Yes. And you do the best you can. That's all the Lord expects of us. Ugh, is to I... do our best. And I'm telling you 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 love those kids. Now that doesn't mean you lower your standards in terms of their performance or in terms of their studies or their homework or whatever. But it does mean you smile, <laughs> and you love them.
2: <laughs> exactly. Well, this is just so wonderful, Mo. Stay with me, okay? I, I, I know that you like to have a lot of fun. I always love to have fun, and I'm going to do another one of our extra special On the Right Road giveaways for teachers. So, Mo, stay with me. You're gonna, I'm going to come right back with more questions, okay? And, okay. I've got a couple of surprises for you. (laughs) You didn't good surprises. So hold on just a second, okay? Okay. So so here's the second giveaway, everybody. It's open to all teachers in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now. I have, you're going to love this, teachers, $10, $10 Donors Choose gift cards. So there will be 10 teacher recipients, and each one will receive a $10 Donors Choose donation that can be applied to your current Donors Choose project that you're seeking funding for. So to enter, just go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. Just follow those simple entry guidelines in the post. It'll be open until just after the end of the show, till 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern. And we'll announce the 10 recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow. Make sure sure, even if you included it on the first giveaway, make sure that you also include the code word listening on this giveaway post as well, because that's the keyword that makes it official. So go ahead, you can post that now. Um, And also, um, 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 here's another cool thing, you guys. This giveaway... Is leading into something incredibly special we're planning for our September 11th on the right road episode in conjunction with 19 of the Donors Choose Giving pages. This all is going to provide so much support for so many of your Donors Choose Classroom projects that need funding. And I've got to give a huge shout out to Melissa Smith and the Projects to Lead the Way giving page, Donors Choose Giving page, and all the other 18 pages as well that we'll talk much more about on September 11th. Oh my gosh, This I'm just shaking it so exciting. Partnerships rock, you guys. Oh, building partnerships and building teamwork to make things happen for your kids, that's what it's all about. So oh, one other thing, you guys, as part of that giveaway that I just mentioned, make sure you also put the link to your... Current donor's shoes project that you're requesting funds for. So we know that you officially have a donor's shoes project going on. So I hope that makes sense. And now I've got the first surprise for you, Mo. Um, I know you know nothing about this, but I have a very special friend on the phone line with us. This is actually one of the Keller Williams real estate agents. She is, has been a Dear friend of mine since high school, and she, I'm going to get all choked up here, she is actually one of our platinum sponsors of the On the Right Road radio show. And everybody listening, here's the deal. You all know that a company like Keller Williams is a—you know an international, corporate, huge entity. Well, Lori Stinas is the one who's on the phone, my dear friend Lori. She is an individual. She has an individual real estate team, Keller Williams team, Keller, Keller Williams office. She, on her own, from her heart, is giving ten thousand dollars a year, so on the right road can happen. Oh my goodness! I oh know, Lori. That. Hi, I'm so proud of you. Oh my goodness! And is is part awesome. of the, <coughs> it's part of the awesome. KW that's cares that's concept awesome. in your culture, Mo. I love this. I want so.
1: Hi, Lori. <laughs> Hi, Paula. Hi, Mo.
0: Hello. <laughs> Listen, we have 140,000 agents in our company, and she's one of the best. I know it. I, I mean, it's just amazing. And what I wanted to do, Lori, was
2: give you the opportunity really in front of the world. I know you don't want to talk much. You say, I don't want to talk much because I, I want Mo to be able to share. But I really wanted to give Mo this gift. Mo, I know you, know, you give so much to so many people around the world. Lori, I, I wanted to give you the chance to share what Mo means to your heart.
1: Wow. In 30 seconds or less, it's impossible <laughs> But, (laughs) Mo, I just want to, first of all, thank you so much just for accepting the invitation to be on this show tonight. I know that you've got engagements all over the world. (laughs) And um, from a business person, from a real estate agent, from a a Christian servant who is also here serving alongside of you in this wherever God plants us, I just want to say that as a mentor, you have been an incredible mentor to me and thousands of other people within our company. And for me to just say thank you um, doesn't even scratch the surface for your taking a stand for the right things, for your always teaching the higher standards, the level of integrity, giving back to the communities. We live, Paula, in our culture, in our company. I mean, most of the Queen, she's the heart of our culture. And giving back, we, when we talk about succeeding, and having prosperity, and earning an unfair share of income is to the level of being able to give back. The more you make, the more you can give. The more you can change your communities. The more you can serve. We have a Red Day sponsored every year in honor of Mo's birthday, where our entire company shuts down and goes into the communities to serve. So that servant-heartedness, just filtrates into all of us, and I just want to thank you before I break it. Cheers.
0: <laughs> well, um, you are an example of what we talk about in saying. The higher purpose of business is to give, share, and care. Because, you see, money is only good for the good it can do. Yes. So I encourage our people to make a whole lot of money so they can give $10,000 to this program. So they can help teachers with school supplies. And it's just, it, it's just the most thrilling thing I've ever seen when I see people step up to the plate like
1: she does.
0: I love you.
1: Oh. Thank you. I love you, Mo, too. Now, don't waste my time. Don't like questions
2: on me. Go back to Mo. <laughs> Mo. Well, what I want to ask, Mo, is related to all of this because there's something powerful happening here. Lori and I connected about six months ago, and then she's introducing me to you. And so here's my question. And teachers, this this goes to the heart of what I know all, all of you in some way, shape, or form are dealing with. And Mo, just so you have a little background on me, it's been my life's calling to uplift kids, teachers, and schools on the right road for the last 24. Four years after having been threatened by a young teenager during the 1992 LA riots, I quit my job, started Right Road Kids, and it's just been this amazing journey. Um, and and here's what I found: is that schools and classrooms. What I see. Is that they've really become like businesses with teachers having to really run the business of their classrooms. And what that includes is they're having to find and raise tons of the funds themselves needed for resources. So, what I'm wondering, Mo, from your combined teaching and business perspectives, how can teachers successfully approach this? You know, how do they go? Okay, they've got to raise $7,000 in supplies. How can they do this without losing their mind, losing their focus? losing their
0: calling to help kids. Do you have any tips for them? Well, let me tell you what. Um, It breaks my heart when I see the salary of a teacher and then they end up spending half of their salary on school supplies because they love their kids so much. So here's what what I want you to do, teachers. If there's a Keller Williams office near you, you contact that teacher. Teller Williams office or a a business or somebody and um, partner up with them. But I want you to think of it this way. Think of a of a very provocative title like adopt a teacher or adopt a class and then look at your parent base because usually in a class of 20 kids you you might find one parent who is just a little PR person they are so lovely and so wonderful and so cute <laughs> And they've got organizational skills out the kazoo. I mean, they're just little doers and movers and shakers. Now, if you don't have any in your class this fall, think about your previous class. Did you have a mama or a, a, a daddy in that class who just loves to get stuff done because that's who you're looking for? And then you sit down with them, give them your vision, say, you know what, we need $10,000 worth of stuff, and I want you to be my person for the rest of my life. Will you love (laughs) my kids and me enough? I really need your help. See, you have to learn to ask for what you need, and say, "Well, maybe not for life, but at least for the next five years." (laughs) Will you go find somebody? Now, go to a Keller Williams office and And say, "Mo sent you, right?" (laughs) Down, honey. I'll take care of it. But you get my point. Yes. Well, and I think I think that's teachers listening. You are
2: right, road teachers. Say Mo. You heard Mo on the right road. Mo said, "Go to go to this. Go to my office nearest me." You know, that's gonna. They're gonna say, "Okay, what did Mo have to say?" I better listen. You know, hey, ask something that you had in your book too. Mo was so perfect. This has changed my life. This this sentence here. You said before asking for something, be sure you know exactly what it is you want. And most importantly, you have to believe it is possible to get.
0: Well, that's true. And then the thing I probably didn't write in the book was when when you find that go-getter, you've got to create a vision. Yes. You have to give them the vision of what an important role they play in 25 kids' lives. Yes, so because you really it's are looking all at all about as the a, kids.
2: Yes, and you really are looking at this as organizing the business of your classroom. You know, finding that person who has that skill set, or maybe it's a group of parents. You know, maybe it's not just one. Well, maybe don't get
0: too many. Oh, well, <laughs> you that's know a, how that that's goes a, when you get too many. But that's true. Uh, you and once you find that person who yeah. loves to give, care, and share. Uh, they'll do it for you for several years, and then you can heave a sigh of relief and know that part of your classroom is organized, busy, and done. Because I know a lot of Keller Williams agents who love to do this. We've got people who go read in schools. They tutor. They give paper and pencil, I mean they buy oh. backpacks, you name it. And and they're just plain people like you and me. There yes. there are people out there. You have to create the vision and you have to ask for what you need. But see leverage. Leverage is one of the most important things in your life. Like I tell my agents Girls, don't clean your house. It's crazy to clean your house. Hire it done, and during the four hours that you're having your house cleaned, you can go make prospecting calls and make a ton of money. The same thing is true of a school teacher. You need to learn to leverage. Instead of you running around to Walmart gathering stuff and begging Leverage your time and go go find that key person who loves to give and share and care and get them to do it for you. That's leverage.
2: Amen. I love this. You've inspired me just in terms of Right Road Kids and how we can, oh my gosh, okay, oh my gosh, okay, before before our time is up here, because the hour just zooming by, I have to let people know, Mo, how can they, your book, A Joy-Filled Life, let me just say, this is a book that I did not want to put down. I read it over several nights. What I would do is, like, I'd hop into bed and I'd get my Mo fill, you know, I'd, I'd just read and read and read until I couldn't keep my eyes open anymore, and I couldn't wait to do it each evening. It is an extraordinary book. How can people get this book, Mo, A Joy-Filled Life?
0: Just go to Amazon.com and order A Joy-Filled Life. And I'm going to ask for what I need. If you like it when you read it, will you please give me a good review on Amazon.com? Oh, I love that
2: that's a perfect example ask, ask for hey, what I'm you need I'm asking
0: for what I need <laughs> hey and are it doesn't make it. are y'all getting it
2: <laughs> you know that's the thing sometimes I think we feel embarrassed to ask but you know what if you just put it out there and you ask you never know who may step up with exactly that thing that you need and then you can help and give what other people need oh, I love it it's what makes the world go round now one other thing Mo that I want to make sure people know is another very special way that all of our wonderful listeners can continue to learn from your life and legacy is through your MoMentorship program. How can they connect with you through this on a regular basis?
0: Uh, go to MoMentorship.com. It's, um, of course, easy to find, and you it's a community of people who want to be mentored by me, and it's actually... Uh, it's actually video lessons, there are articles I've written, there are monthly keynote speakers that I have once a month, and I have a boot camp online that goes with my book, and a lot of people are using them. Using it out in the community because my book consists of twenty lessons, and you just sign up. It does cost. the The cost is equivalent to two lattes (laughs) a month. If you go to Starbucks, you know you're going to pay. Uh, four bucks for a fancy latte, and it's actually $9.90 a month, and that helps me pay my expenses, and and the money that is left over, not one penny comes to me, because I want to be an example of a person who educates And gives. So all of the money goes to our company charity called KW Cares. And by the way, we have hundreds of volunteers, and our entire KW Cares staff are in Louisiana as I speak. Oh,
2: that's so amazing.
0: The The second thing the site is, is just a huge resource site. You get a video from me every morning, it's like four minutes long. You kind of listen and watch it while you comb your hair and put on your makeup. And then uh, you can go onto the site anytime, see any video, any article, any keynote, everything is archived. And I want you to use these materials when you mentor people or maybe there's a great story you want to use in your classroom, Um, the boot camp. Maybe you want to use uh, the chapter on developing a work ethic and you pull down that chapter of the boot camp. So there's just so much stuff on there. It's Ugh. like a library, so help yourself. Well,
2: and maybe this is something we, we, Mo we always do giveaways for teachers because even $10 sometimes is a big deal if it's between that and getting the paper they need for their class so maybe we'll do something where we'll do a fun giveaway for Mo mentorship scholarship so to speak so X number of teachers can sign up on there oh I love this so I can't believe that our time is almost over here I just I am exploding with gratitude for Lori for you and Mo thank you so much both of you for every Everything that you do through Keller Williams, through to help on the right road, and Mo, that you've been such an amazing, incredible guest. I feel like this is just the start of a, a lifelong friendship. I am just, I'm, I'm speechless here. Thank you both so, so, so much.
0: Thank you, Paula, for inviting me. It was truly my honor. I loved it. Oh uh, well, Thank and you Mo the- for saying yes. <laughs> well and stay on the line you guys because
2: if i have a chance i want one i have one more question for you okay? okay but first i've got to thank our amazing on the right road sponsors right road kids right road productions nair seat sack and of course Lori and our keller williams real estate team now i gotta say this she, she never wants me to say this but i'm going to if you or anyone you know are moving anywhere Whether in the United States or around the country, reach out to Lori. Go to KellerWilliams.com. In the middle, there's a little agent, you know, searching for an agent. Type in there, Lori Stenis. It's L-A-U-R-I-E-S-T-E-E-N-I-S. And reach out to her. She can help you. The other thing is that I've found over the last few years, especially as a lot of um, teachers are looking to get into the real estate industry um, you know, to earn extra income over the summer, whatever it may be, reach out to Lori. She can help you connect the dots and make something extra special happen in your life regarding all of this. Again, she is not, Mo and Lori have not asked me to say this at all from the bottom of my heart. I just believe in, in Lori and what she's doing and what Keller Williams is doing and Lori keeps telling me everything that comes to her she's going to give back to Right Road kids and on the Right Road so if you have a need in that area please reach out to her I just want to remind you also you guys to mark your calendars the next live on the Right Road show will be on Sunday September 11th here's the thing since Labor Day is the weekend of the 4th which our show would normally be on Voice America is taking a breather that Sunday so I decided to go with September 11th and then I'll be back on the air every first and third Sunday a month with you. So the next two shows in September will be the 11th and 18th. Now I usually like to do like a, a nuggets from my heart that you can take with you into the week. Again, I wanted to give Mo extra time today to be able to share from her heart. So I only have one nugget to kind of wrap things up with tonight. And that is teachers, think and dream big. your classrooms and for your lives. Connect with others who dream and live big and who live full of joy. I mean, so much of our lives, it seems like technology, you know, it's wonderful, but it's also really disconnected us from building real relationships in so many ways. And when we build relationships with people who are joy-filled it is life changing for us it is life changing for our students so I want to encourage you don't get bogged down in the muck this school year stay focused on what's really important to you in your heart and live those big dreams live that joy and it will draw those people to you reach out and find people filled with joy like Mo read her book A Joy-Filled Life sign up for that Mo Mentorship Program take all the things that we've shared tonight and use them as tools that help you build a successful school year for you and your students on the right road. And on that note, I've got one more wonderful giveaway for this evening. Remember, we'll announce all the recipients (laughs) from all of tonight's On the Right Road um, giveaways on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow, and I'll announce all the pre-show giveaways. We had, like I said, we had a lot of those too on our Right Road Kids Facebook page this Tuesday because there were so many of them. Um, And again, if you're listening after Sunday, August 21st, we're Live on the 21st, the giveaways will, of course, be closed. But we all have fun right road stuff happening for you. So don't worry, okay? So here's the last giveaway for this evening. And, Mo, it's the second surprise for you. Giveaway number three is open to all teachers in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now, I have 10 of Mo Anderson's absolutely wonderful A Joy-Filled Life books. Ah! Yeah, This is a life-changing read, everybody. To enter, you can go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. The offer will be posted right now. Um, Just follow those simple entry guidelines. It'll be open until just after the end of the show, till 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern tonight. And we'll announce those 10 recipients on our Right Road kids facebook page tomorrow again make sure to include that code word listening even if you included it in the first two giveaways make sure you type that as part of your entry comment too and extra special thanks to Lori steenis again uh, for donating the 10 books and for making this interview this evening with mo possible oh my gosh you guys i just oh Thank you, guys. I wish we could go on and on and on and on and on and on and on. Uh, I just, I pray that tonight's show has been such a blessing beyond measure for every single one of you, and that it will help fill your school year with success and joy at every turn. Thank you, Mo Anderson, my extraordinary guest this evening on the Right Road. Of course, thank you, Lori, for your amazing On the Right Road sponsorship and friendship that made this interview with Mo possible. And I want to give a a special shout-out thanks to Mo's assistant, Kelly, for coordinating uh, most schedules so she could be here tonight. I know that's a huge responsibility. Kelly, you were just amazing. Thank you. Thank you to um, Right Road team members. This is so cool, you guys, Mike and Micah. Marcy, Speaking of family, God and family being first, Marcy's son made it into a championship game tonight in baseball, and so she couldn't be here, and my husband just stepped right in to do all the behind-the-scenes face- scenes Facebook stuff, so thank you to my wonderful husband and son for helping. Of course, thank you to my amazing engineer Justin and the Voice America team for providing this wonderful platform for me to be here on the air with you all. And thank you also very much for listening and being a part of the Right Road family. Blessings, love, and light to every single one of you in case you've missed any part of this evening's show or would like to share it with friends this episode will of course be available to listen or download for free and we'll post that link on our Facebook page and Right Road Kids website within the next few days also watch for the click and listen giveaway we'll have on our Right Road Kids Facebook page for this episode that will be next weekend even if you're listening now of course you can still click and listen and enter that giveaway remember that our next on the Right Road show will be live here on Voice America Empowerment on Sunday, September 11th. In between our On the Right Road broadcasts, you can always connect with us on our Right Road Kids Facebook page and via our website, rightroadkids.org. Always remember, that you are special, appreciated, and loved. Until next time, Sunday, September 11th, at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, be that daily, positive, bold, empowered inspiration for the kids in your life, and live your best, most amazing life on the right road. Wishing you all an absolutely blessed and joy-filled school year and life on the right road. I love and appreciate you all.